All right. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Creative Christian Podcast. It is 2024. Happy New Year. It's absolutely insane to think that we're here already because a year ago, the Creative Christian Podcast really only existed as an idea in my head. We launched in February 2023, but in January of 2023, it was just an idea that was existed in my head that I had shared with a couple of close friends and mentors that I trusted with the dream that God had put in my heart. So it's absolutely insane to think about how far it's come, where I'm at now, who I've gotten to connect with, not only you guys as an audience, but some of the people that I've gotten to connect with on the show, not only across the nation, but across the world. I've developed friendships and relationships with people that I don't think I would have had the opportunity to do so otherwise. So I am so grateful for each and every person that listens to this, for each and every person that has appeared on the show. Thank you guys if you're listening. It has been such a joy in my life to uh, steward this dream over the past year or so. And I am so excited for what's coming ahead in 2024. I think it's going to be awesome. Obviously, I'm solo today, but we do have some really great guests coming up in 2024. I'm super excited to start sharing some of that information with you. I'm going to touch a little bit on who we've got coming up next at the end of the episode. So stay tuned in for that. Um, I knew that I was going to be dropping the first episode of 2024 as a drawing board episode, which is uh, what we call here the Creative Christian Podcast, just the ones where it's just me you guys and the microphone. Uh, I'm I'm solo on the on the drawing board episodes. So I knew I was going to be by myself. I knew I was going to have to figure out how to talk about something for a decent amount of time because usually I'm just a conversationalist and I let my guests kind of run with it. And so I was thinking, okay, what do I want to talk about coming into the new year, right? Do I want to talk about New Year's resolutions? Do I want to talk about some of my favorite moments from the past year? Uh, do I want to run through my a Christmas wish list for equipment and XYZ. Did I want to go more practical, more spiritual? I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about. And um, if you guys have been on the internet for the past uh, two weeks or so, um, probably even a little bit longer, uh, the trend right now is talking about your ins and your outs, right? What's in for 2024 and what's out for 2024. And I was thinking about that a little bit. I was like, okay, that's actually a pretty solid idea. And it really caused me to think critically about what do I want to leave behind in 2023 and what do I want to start up or pick up in 2024? And there were a couple things that came to mind. I'm not going to talk about all of them because I'm sure that you guys don't want to really listen to what financial habits I'm leaving in 2023 or what cooking habits I'm bringing into 2024, though that does interest you, feel free to drop me a DM or something. I I don't have anything to hide and I will gladly discuss it with you. But for the most part, just wanted to talk about things that were relevant to this community. And I have three ins and three outs of mine that I think are relative to this broader creative community that we've built here at the Creative Christian Podcast. So I'm going to share those with you guys today. And I'm going to alternate, kind of go in, then out, then in, then out. I don't really have any rhyme or reason for doing that. But that's that's how I'm going to go. So we'll start with what is in. And what's in is creating for change, not for clicks. And so what does that look like? That looks like not being obsessed with the likes or the quote tweets or the, does anyone tweet anymore? I guess nobody tweets anymore because it's called X now. Anyway, it's about, it's about not being obsessed with those metrics, right? What defines success for your project isn't necessarily the metric. It's about the impact. 
And so that looks like creating and publishing content with the goal of positive impact on someone's life and genuinely helping them. And it made me think a little bit about, I was reading in Philippians 2, 3 earlier this week, it says to do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. And so I want to create content this year that is driven by the consideration of others being more important than myself. And the easy question that I've kind of come up with to test myself with on this is if, if I'm publishing something, who am I hoping the attention lands on? If the answer is Jesus or others, then suddenly it seems like the like count, the share count, the other engagement stats that you would use to measure success don't really seem to matter much anymore. And I don't necessarily think that this means that we should never post content that draws attention to ourselves, right? Like for most of us creatives, our livelihood depends on the consistent upkeep of a highlight reel or a portfolio or social channels. But I think that the really the big thing is kind of going back to that verse, the difference is, are we doing that out of selfish ambition or conceit? Or are we doing that out of regarding others as more important than ourselves? Right? So I think that there's a need to for those of us who create for a living, typically in the freelance side of things, is am I, am I representing myself in a way that's actually going to be beneficial to helping my client or potential client make a decision? Right? Like my photography style does not fit every single person that needs a photographer. I need to be really upfront about that, right? And the best way to be upfront about that is actually showcasing my work. But it's, it, it, again, I think, I think it really goes back to what is the intention behind it, right? If our purpose and intention is alongside the purpose and intention that God set for us in our lives and our creativity, then, then I think that that's, that's a solid move. But if our purpose and intention actually detracts from that purpose and and intention that the Lord set for our creativity, that's when the waters get a little muddy, right? So we're going to start creating for change this year. That's what's in, right? Creating for change, not for ourselves. Now here's something that's out. Gatekeeping. And this does kind of tie a little bit into this last point. And I do want to highlight the episode that we did with Alex Simpson back in 2023, I believe it was in the middle of the year, really touches on this a lot. She's super passionate about the topic of gatekeeping and kind of a why it is detrimental to the creative community, but also how to really avoid gatekeeping. So highly recommend if this point is hitting home for you, go ahead and check that episode out because she dives into a lot more detail than I probably will in the next minute or so. Uh, but As far as gatekeeping goes, I would say who really is benefiting when we keep industry secrets? Because it's definitely not other people. When we gatekeep, I would say as creatives, we do that to keep our edge or our advantage over the competition. And that's not really the model that's described in the early church. In fact, I would say if we want to dive into Acts 2 to see what it says about the early church, it says that All the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions, they sold their property, and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. So to contrast that, gatekeeping, I would say, is honestly really just thinly veiled self-centeredness. And that doesn't really fly when we're instructed to think of one another as more highly than ourselves, like we read earlier. And my home church has a phrase, be known by what you're for. And I love the way that they use that. It's typically in the context of being for the valley, for seeing people here in Arizona know Jesus. And if I want to be known by what I'm for, 
I'm for seeing creatives really thrive and grow and make change for Jesus here on this earth. So if I want to be known by what I'm for, my actions have to align with that. So let's be the creatives that are quick to help someone grow in their craft. Let's share our photo shoot locations and our presets. Let's share our plugins and our editing hacks. And I'm using phrases from filmmaking and photography because that's my my field. But whatever the direct translation is for your field of creativity, share it. Let's help one another pursue the God-given gift of creativity so that we can continue to see his kingdom grow and expand rapidly across our nation and our world. So in the end, I would say creativity was given to us or honestly more, more like entrusted to us by God. And it was never ours to hold on to in the first place. So as freely as God gave to us, let's freely give as well. So gatekeeping is out in 2024. And getting back to what's in, recognizing creativity as a ministry. And I'm sure we've heard so many times Paul's analogy of the body of Christ, right? I've heard it so many times, I think I've lost count. But just a reminder, he led into that analogy in 1 Corinthians 12 by first talking about people's gifts. It starts in verse 4 saying, Now there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God works all of them in each person. And then he goes on to talk a little bit more about those gifts before launching into his famed analogy about the body of Christ. So I would say, honestly, when you're moving the ball down the field or helping to move the ball down the field, when it comes to building the kingdom, that's ministry. And keeping with the football analogy of moving a ball down the field, each and every one of the 11 players on a football offense is a part of gaining yards. A team thrives when they're thriving together. Touchdowns aren't scored by 11 quarterbacks or 11 receivers or 11 linemen, though I would say the Philadelphia tush push does come a little bit closer to that, I would say, because at that point they're pretty much all linemen. But Certainly not 11 head coaches, right? So just like kingdom growth doesn't happen in churches that are filled with evangelists alone or pastors alone or missionaries alone, and honestly, not even creatives alone, right? We can't do it ourselves either. And as much as I like football, Paul said it first and best in 1 Corinthians 12, 17 through 18, though I will say, I think if football had existed back then, maybe there's a chance he could have used it. He did make a lot of athletic analogies back at the time. But that being said, he used the body and Paul said it best. So I'm going to just go with Paul's words here. He says, if the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God has arranged each one of the parts in the body just as he wanted. So it's time that we remember our value to the team as creatives, right? If God places members in the body just as he wanted, then he wanted creatives to be a part of it because he created creatives. And just in the same way that he created head pastors and kids pastors and volunteers and people that hold babies in the nursery and people that hold signs outside pointing people driving down the street to the parking lot so that they can find their way into church on time, right? Everybody has a role to play in building the kingdom and no role is higher or lower than another. So Creatives, remember your role is important. It adds value. We're going to hold on to that in 2024. And if your role is in the church isn't as a creative, A, thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm glad you're here. And B, 
go ahead and take the time to thank someone on your creative team this weekend at church, because especially if you're seeing life and growth in your church family, they're a huge part of that. So value and creativity as a ministry is in this year. What's out? Imposter syndrome. We've all felt it, that feeling that we're going to get found out because we don't really belong at our seat at the table or we don't have what it takes to be the person that we think people want us to be. And I love what God's word says in Proverbs 18, 16, because I think it puts a lot of that to rest. It says, a person's gift opens doors for him and brings him before the great. So when we're thrust into the presence of great people, who do we feel pressure to be? Because we're not called to be anyone other than ourselves flaws and all. And we don't need to try to cover up or try to be the person that we think others want us to be because who brought us to where we are? It's God. So there's no need to cave to the pressure of trying to bring ourselves through something because that's on God too. We're just called to obey the Lord with our gifts, no matter where that obedience may lead us. And when we are walking in obedience, there's no need to feel like an imposter because we're under the covering of God's leadership, right? Preston Morrison actually covered this on his most recent podcast. It was pretty crazy because I was putting together my list, getting ready to record this. And then I saw the new episode of The Leader's Cut dropped, talking all about imposter syndrome. So this isn't an official promotion. Our podcasts aren't linked. I don't even think Preston knows who I am or what this podcast is. But he's covering this A in way more depth than I ever could. And with a pastor's heart, as a senior pastor of a community that I know loves its community well. So if you're looking to kind of find a little bit more of God's heart on this specific topic of imposter syndrome, I highly recommend you check that out because I think that Preston's podcast will really minister to you. So imposter syndrome out for 2024. What's in investing in our creativity. Stewardship is super important to God. So I think it should be important to us too. If you doubt that, just check out Jesus's parable of the talents. That's Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Go ahead and read that when you have time. Uh, But creativity is God's investment in us, right? And it's up to us to steward that investment well. And that means we should be intentionally seeking out opportunity to grow in our craft. That can look a lot of different ways. It can look like practice and passion projects. For example, for me, that's this podcast. It's a passion project of mine. You can also invest in your creativity through mentorship and shadowing. I highly recommend if there's somebody that you look up to, not only in their creativity, but in their faith, that's in the same field as you, just ask to spend time with them. Ask them questions. If there's a photographer, ask if you can go shoot with them. If they're a musician, see if you can hop in their studio time and just observe and ask questions. Find somebody to dance with if you're a dancer. Find somebody to paint with if you're a painter. Whatever it is that your field is, find somebody that you see doing it well that's a couple steps ahead of you. And just spend time with them. Let their gifting, let their passion for the Lord rub off on you. And don't be afraid to ask a lot of questions too, because I don't really know very many artists with a heart for Jesus that wouldn't absolutely love the opportunity to invest in the next generation. Outside of that, there's also just other ways to really be intentionally learning, looking like conferences, webinars, listening to podcasts, checking out some books. And remember, nothing out of these really beats the personal discipleship and mentorship. All these outside sources of learning are meant to supplement that mentorship, not be a substitute for it. That being said, if you haven't checked out our 2024 reading list, you can go ahead and check that out right now. It's on on all of our social channels. So at Creative Christian Pod on Instagram and TikTok. 
Let us know what you're reading. If you see something that you like on there, let us know. And go ahead and share it with a creative that so that they can continue to really grow and invest in their craft as well in 2024. So what's in investing in our calling as creatives? And our final out for this episode, putting worth in our creations instead of our creator. So here's the thing. We are the creation. Just as we give purpose to the things that we create, so does our creator do for us. And here's a little bit of my testimony. I used to put a ton of value in my work and my job and the value that it could provide for others, the value that I could provide for others with my creativity. And I was always hungry for more. Whatever amount of acceptance I would receive, whatever amount of perceived value I would receive, it was never going to be enough because I wasn't really designed to run on the approval of others. It's kind of like when you put diesel gas in an unleaded tank. It's not meant to run on that gas. I was never meant to run on the approval of others because my value was already decided for me before I was even born. And God was gracious enough to take that job away and not only put me in a completely new work environment, but a completely new environment as a whole that I could isolate from that desire to derive my worth from where I could create value. And I was honestly pretty surprised because I was expecting my self-worth to plummet and plummet very quickly. But instead, what happened in that environment was that because I had no other option to derive my value from, by default, it had to come from God. And because of that, not only has my confidence in my identity skyrocketed, but I've grown both closer to the Lord and more confident in my skill set. And I would say, honestly, we can't produce our best work if we're looking for that work to provide our value. It has to come from our creator because value doesn't flow from creation to creator. It flows from creator to creation, right? We have nothing of value to add to God. He's got plenty of value already. So if that's the case, why do we rely on what we do to bring us fulfillment instead of whose we are? So we're leaving the idea of deriving our worth from our work back in 2023. We're not going to carry that into 2024. And speaking of 24, looking ahead, I'm super excited for what's coming up on the Creative Christian Podcast. In two weeks, we're going to have a guest who I have wanted to have on the show since the very beginning. I'm so stoked. Over the past decade, she's been not only a major influence in my faith, but also my creativity. And I'm super excited for you to hear her incredible story, to hear her wisdom on all things creativity, and to experience her gifting specifically in the area of creative direction. I think we can learn a ton from her. And I'm super excited for y'all to meet Mackenzie Jones, the former creative director of Hope Church Movement. That episode is going to be dropping on January 19th. So we'll catch you then in two weeks. And until then, keep creating. Keep creating.